Hello, everyone. Before we get to this week's episode, we've got a brand new patron to thank. Megan! Thank you so much, Megan. And thank you all our Patreon supporters. It takes everyone to know everything, and we can't do it without you. Buongiorno, Rasa. Good morning. Very good. Va bene, va bene. Are you ready to know everything? Yes, I am. All right. Andiamo. Let's do it. Today is our 100th episode of You Must Know Everything. Yay! And I want to use the occasion to teach you the single most surprising thing to me about having a kid. Wow, I'm intrigued. Tell me. Before you were born, Mom and I wondered which one of us you would be like and in what ways. Would you be loud and crazy like Eileen? or quieter and calmer, which is more her style? Would you cook a lot, like I do, or play music, like her? What mix from us would you be of loner, leader, artist, or athlete? We even had an agreement. If you were like me, she'd take care of you more. If you were like her, I'd take care of you more. And who was I most like? That was the big surprise. It turns out a kid isn't just some mix of this from one parent and that from the other. You aren't half me and half her. You're a whole new person. A hundred percent yourself. That is true. So, for example, we both love to read, and you do too, but you love crafts like drawing, sewing, glue gunning, and construction, and mom and I don't really have a big interest or talent in either of those, do we? No. There's me, there's mom, and there's you. Three different people. Not one and a half me's and one and a half hers. And looking backward, this surprise should have been obvious. Why? Well, I knew I was my own person, not half my mom and half my dad. And mom was her own person not half her mom and her dad. It drives a lot of adults crazy if you tell them they're just like their parents, but then we're surprised when kids turn out to be original, independent human beings, too. Well, don't be too hard on yourself. I'm proud of the ways I'm like you and mom, and I think you have a lot of good things in common with grandma, grandpa, granny, and what I know of mom's dad even though he died before I was born. If I'm original, it's because you helped make me that way. You encouraged me to be myself. The more yourself you can be, the better. Aw, thanks, Dad. You too. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes, I am. It's on a similar theme. Is called On Children by Khalil Gibran. And a woman who held a babe against her bosom said, speak to us of children. And he said, your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, 
but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. Whoa, I'm an arrow. Can I read it? Fire away. On Children by Khalil Gibran. And a woman who held a babe against her bosom said, Speak to us of children. And he said, Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts. For they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow which you cannot visit, not even in your dream. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backwards, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children, as living arrows, are sent forth. The archer sees the mark Upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might, that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. Well shot, Arrow. What is your favorite line in that poem? I like how he says, They are in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot even visit in your dreams. So we shouldn't hold kids back. We should let them pull us forward or show the way to go. The bow of the parents with the arrow ready to spring forth of the children. He loves the arrow that flies. So fly ahead, kids. But for us parents, what's the advice? He loves also the bow that is stable. So our job is to be stable enough that you can shoot forth from us. And we won't shake. We won't try to grab on and hold on to you. We won't try to change your shape. We'll be the ones that bend. So you can fly.
last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Yes, I do. I have a vexing question from Suncorp in Massachusetts. Suncorp's vexing question is: How can humans talk? Ooh, a mystery at the heart of every conversation. I'll look it up, and I'll get back to you and Suncorp soon. I look forward to hearing how we're speaking right now. And I've got the answer to Suncorp's vexing question. 1.7 million years ago, the earliest human ancestors figured out that they could smash raw food with rocks instead of chewing it all ourselves. Around 800,000 years ago, cooking by fire came along. Both changes shrank our intestines and ballooned our brains. Bigger brains needed more room, though. Our faces shortened. Our mouths shrank. Our noses popped out. And the hollow, muscular organ called the larynx descended in our throats. Before the larynx had been used for moving food from mouth to stomach or prevent us from choking, now it vibrated, echoing through the new open space at the back of our mouth, and became our voice box. Little by little, humans could talk. Whoa! I can speak. One drawback. With our new body shape, we could also snore. Unfortunately, which wasn't really possible before. Sorry to keep you up at night, but the same voice box that lets you complain is what makes me snore. You must know everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Thurniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions. At our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Android, Spotify, or however you like to listen, and hear dozens of previous episodes for free. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know. <laughs>